Hi there, this is Sherry Lee Myers. Welcome to How to Connect with Angels. We believe that no matter what, every person has the unconditional love and help of angels, our messengers from God. But we have to be willing to believe and we have to be willing to ask. That's what our film, The Glitch, that we are shooting here in New Orleans is all about with the help of some amazing music and talent. If you're curious, visit us at theglitchmovie.com and take a look. But now, right now, let's talk to someone who's devoted to helping us make a divine connection. Sue Ellis Saller, the founder of Angel Business Basics and Spiritual Business Spotlight, is a certified angel card reader, a Reiki and energy practitioner, a certified transformational life coach, and a business development mentor. She started Angel Business Basics because she wanted to help other earth angels and light workers to learn about the basics of creating and growing prosperous and sustainable businesses. She lives in Vienna, Austria with her family. Thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you, Sherry, for having me. I'm, I feel so honored, and I'm a little jealous of you in New Orleans, too. So, <laughs> Well, we're going to fix that because you're going to come visit. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, Sue, so, uh, bear with me for a minute because I'm going to actually let people know all of the things that you do. And because right off the bat, these are tools that bring our dreams into reality, such as Sue serves as a business advisor to earth angels, to sensitive and spiritual entrepreneurs. Okay. She, um, she does Reiki healing. She offers energetic coaching support in the process of whatever goals you're going after in your business model. She is an angel and tarot card reader. She is an intuitive soul advisor. So she can bring your angels to bear and let you help you to access them in support of your path. And she has an incredible blog, incredible, beautifully written blog that is so generous and it's called a spiritual business spotlight. Sue, <laughs> can, okay. How is it that we have an American who lives in Vienna who has this amazing spiritual take on business? Tell us about you. Where did you grow up? Oh, gosh. Well, I grew up a little bit outside of Chicago. Um, and, you know, I came from a family that's very common for the 1970s, the early 70s. My parents split up. Um, my mom was a single mother who was raising us. Um, of course, she had to work hard to take care of us. And, you know, she came from of course, I was raised as a Catholic, you know, Chicagoland area is very heavily Catholic. And yeah, we, aside from the fact that my mom was Catholic, she was very open to spirituality as well, which was really nice, because it gave me the opportunity to explore different ways of thinking about connecting with God. At an early age. At an exactly. Early, ah. My mom was like, God didn't create a church. I'm going to go outside in the forest because uh, God created a forest. Uh, and that's where I'm going to worship. 
Your mother said that? Oh, yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you grew up with that sense of connection with God mm -hmm. and with and through nature to your own spirit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you, you've gone through quite a journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can yeah. we, can we kind of like do the cliff notes of that journey? Because you landed with what you're doing today because of things that happened. Of course. Okay. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. So many people, you know, I, I started out as the fat dumpy kid, you know, Aww. who didn't have nice clothes. And so Aww. I was, I was really bullied in, in school to the point where Ugh. I was severely depressed from it, you know, and, and coming from that, then, you know, work growing up in a single parent household, you have a different, you know, you don't have a parent who's there for you all the time. You don't have a parent who's, you know, reading you bedtime stories all the time or whatever, you know. So I did have one of those upbringings, you know, started with the bullying. My mom couldn't really do anything to send me to a different school. And then you end up getting involved with drugs and alcohol. And, you know, especially coming from a broken family, that's kind of a lot of times the background to that. Mm-hmm. Um, end up involved with some very interesting characters, we'll put it that way, because mm -hmm. some of them are very beautiful people. They are just people who've had hard times, just mm -hmm. like me. Mm -hmm. um, I had a daughter when I was quite, well, I wasn't quite young. I was 24 at the time, but hey, of course I was pretty young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, looking back. Come on. But, wow. Um, single parent myself. Yeah. Raised her. Wow. But there was always this undertone of, desire for connection and desire to know myself and the universe better. And sometimes I think, I don't know if the spirituality or, or the, the predisposition to be spiritual kind of feeds into that. Like you're destined to become, you know, you have two choices. Usually I could have turned out way different. And I think, gods and and all of everything that has helped to guide me through this yeah because my life and my children's lives could have been completely different than they are right now mm -hmm. completely so can i can i venture that you were saved by angels i was saved yeah by <laughs> the earth angels angels i mean were there just earth you know. angels that gave me goosebumps yeah. because you know you talk about when you you know there was a time when my mom kicked me out and oh. I went to go live in this house with some friends and I was really depressed. And speaking of earth angels, um, I hid out for a while downstairs in the basement. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want anybody, you know, I was just so ashamed and, and, and alone. And I went upstairs, um, and the girl who lived there, who's passed on now, um, She's like, hey, you know, I haven't seen you, even though we live in the same house. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm downstairs and I don't feel like talking to anybody, you know. And she's like, I, I understand. Sorry. Um, and it turned out that, you know, out of all the people in the world, I just needed that little bit of, you know, I needed an earth angel. I needed to somebody who to just say, I'm here. I understand. 
So anyhow, an earth angel and you, and you were downstairs. I mean, you, you had to, you know, you had to pull a lot of stuff together to right. keep going. And there was, you know, you were in your twenties and you were raising your daughter and now you're in your thirties. And, and how, how are you coming back? How did you bring your, your spiritual life back into your, life in and especially in the way you are now it's front and center you are that's what you do right well i'm in my 40s now my mid 40s oh good so, so we've got some interesting 30s <laughs> tell me what happened you know in my 30s i was really you know i talked to some friends about it and they said the same thing like i opened up to the angels especially when my daughter was young because that's when i really started experimenting with energy work and oh. with you know working with angels in a very specific and regulated manner and then i think you know, some of us were saying that there was a doorway that was open and then it shut off for a lot of people for like 10 years. So not 10, maybe eight years. It was like that eight year. You might know what I'm talking about. Yes. You might think, Ooh, yeah, she's, yeah. yeah but, um, I know what you're saying. So then when, when I had my two youngest, um, I went through like a postnatal depression uh, phase and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was just like, then you need something to help you to kind of work through your, pardon my French, but your stuff, your shit that's going mm -hmm. on in your life. Because it's a, it's all on you. It's all yeah. on you. You've got to get, keep your SHIT together because you've got through, <laughs> you've got two, two little ones. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know how it is once you open up to the angels, it's just like, ha, you know, the heavens like kind of shine down on you and you, you start noticing like, like learning about how to work with them and how to see the signs. And then, you know, when you feel alone, it's not even an earth angel you contact anymore. It's like really angels. Like, you, you know, sometimes I've, felt really alone. I've been going through some really tough stuff with my kids or like one of my kids was in the hospital oh, and sorry. driving home from the hospital and just feeling so alone, especially living in Vienna and not having any family here. Yeah. Um, and then I look up and I was like, the license plate in front of me was like four, four, four. And oh. then I look to the left and it's like one, one, one. <laughs> and you know, you're just like, it was just like beautiful confirmation. Like, no, you're not alone. You can do this. We got your back. Yeah. Tell me more your business. How did it come about by the way? Was it because you, you had to go through this yourself? Yes. Um, that's the whole thing. Like I had to go through it myself and then I saw a real need for people to help other people who were just starting their business. It's like, you know, if you put your hand out and you help to bring somebody up to your level. So it was just like, I was learning all these things as far as the technical side of like WordPress and social media and, you know, downloading videos and uploading them and yes. extracting the MP3 out of it. And, you know, um, just all this 
fascinating, wonderful stuff. At the same time, I was getting to know all these angel people from the community. I had um, volunteered for Doreen Virtue in once in Salzburg and once in Zurich. Ah, oh, wow. Yeah. And so I met so, so, so many fabulous, beautiful people who were just starting out with their with their spiritual businesses. And so it was just kind of like helping these people to find the confidence in their work and helping them to, you know, figure out the little bits that are so annoying if you don't know how to do them. Mm -hmm. Um, But just really, because like you said, when we were talking before, there's such a need for spiritual and sensitive entrepreneurs right now because they do things differently. Their vision is different. Their motivations are different. Mm -hmm. They are more generous. They're, you know, I'm talking as, you know, as a whole. Um, Their practices are more in line with something that is not fully, you know, capitalistic and selfish and, you know, greedy and me, me, me. Yes. It's really kind of this us, us, us. Yes. And it's softer. It has less impact on the earth. It's more kind. It's more forgiving. It's more loving. It's more joyous. It brings in so much more satisfaction and it helps people not it, it's just like the angels feeding the earth angels feeding the angels feeding the earth angels and and just changing the world on a vibrational level and my mission is to help that you know that is an amazing statement you made i love what you just said it has it does have planetary outcomes and when we, we've been moving to this piece of it, right? For a while, you've been moving into your coaching practice. Tell us, what does it look like now? How do, are all the ways that, that people can interact with you? So, um, I do one to one coaching for just personal things. So if a person needs somebody to kind of, a sounding board, you know, I kind of call myself like crazy aunt Sue because, you know, everybody needs somebody to talk to who's on their side, who's got experience, you know, and who's sympathetic, um, but won't let them kind of hopefully fall into a bad situation or will kind of tell them, Hey, do you really need to be doing that? So I would do regular coaching like that. Um, I do the business mentoring and that's usually with spiritual and sensitive people. And so that's really kind of formulating a strategy and working on working on getting their work out to the public and being consistent and being in the flow um, without getting into that space of overwhelm. And, you know, because so many coaches these days are like, you know, come on, come on, hustle, hustle. You got to do it, got to do. And I'm just like, let this pour out of you in the way that it does and when it does. And then, you know, when, when this content or when this stuff come, um, when your work comes through, batch it or, you know, take it and 
we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but reuse it for things. You know, if you have something that comes out when, like you were telling me earlier, when, when you're doing a coaching session or something, create an image from that. Work with that, you know, use that, what you get in your in your practice to feed your social media, <laughs> you know. Um, I want to go back to a point that you said when we were talking earlier that it was really important that there's this piece that you bring and which is a great help to spiritual entrepreneurs. You were describing the difference between working with the angels and being in that flow and not. And you are describing it in a, in a really experiential way. Can we go to that? Can we bring that back up again? Because it's so important. Okay. I hope so. Cause I'm like, um, when you just take the moment to rest and kind of soften and call the angels into your work and into your practice, and then you work from that space and you kind of use that creative flow that you get from that sense of peacefulness to feed your work. So instead of working from a, cre like creating from a hectic must do space, then you create from that lovingly supported space that has all the time in the world that has just that vision or that mission to communicate to the world in whatever voice it comes out in, you know, some people write or some people record or some people make videos or songs or whatever, but you have to be open. Number one, in that space of inspiration where you call your angels in and you call, you know, on the universe to help you out. But then also, not hung up by this must do, must have, must give mentality where you just let it flow out and be what it is. Is that kind of what you were talking about? And what you were, yes. And what you were also mentioning was the, just the, the life experience of the energy itself softening. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, when I first, and I know I think that you've experienced this as well. When you call the angels into your life, I mean, just as I closed my eyes and I imagined getting into that space, everything around you softens. The way that things flow through your mind shifts. And it's almost like you can feel like a tangible, like, like I can mold and create things in front of me by calling the angels in to help me to I don't know how to put it to create or to be in that space. It's like it it feels to me like it's facilitating. Let's talk about the protection of the angels in your life and the difference oh. that makes. Oh my goodness. So, oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. I am a sensitive person. I'm also quite the superstitious person. My husband decided that we were going to move in the house with the graveyard next door. For real. Seriously. Wow. So, being sensitive, you know, sometimes, you know, and then there was the energy of the house itself when we moved in, which there wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't a great story of the people who, who we bought the house from. So there was a lot of energetic debris, we'll call it, floating around in the house. And 
this is another reason that I really start working with the angels because I call on Archangel Michael, number one. Oh my gosh, I have another story to tell you, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. So I call on Archangel Michael and I have him put a like the cobalt blue bubble around my house to make it safe. I put, you know, I'm always calling on the angels, especially if my children are going on trips anywhere. So I send Archangel Michael with them to protect them and shield them. You work with the angels probably every day now. I mean, it's, is it a constant? Is it, you're never not in connection. Is that right or no? I would say there are days when it just slips out of my mind. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm human like everybody else. So I have those days where, but really my spirituality is probably, is like, I would say number one in my life. So I do work with the angels on a daily basis. I do work, you know, with just different energies and, you know, finding feathers or, you know, seeing repetitive numbers Mm -hmm. or, you know, also counseling and advising people, you know, that's something that I do on a daily basis as well. So I have angel things around my house. Mm -hmm. I have, you know, just the angel, the presence of the angels. Yeah, I would say is a definite daily presence and something I wanted yeah. to say, Sue, you have really beautiful um, accolades on your website. And the website is Sue Ellis Seller. Sue Ellis Seller. Mm-hmm. And you have people whose lives were changed when when they had a session with you. Um, and it was sometimes it's Reiki and sometimes it's a reading. And you also offer that as an adjunct to the spiritual business oh, yes. side of it because yeah. you're kind of opening up every, it's kind of like opening up the treasure chest, isn't it? To see what what's in place, what's not in place, what's out of, does that make sense? Do, am I making sense? Oh yeah, totally. Because okay. it's a part of it. It's mm-hmm. I, I do the work myself. So I can totally understand, you know, what other people need to do in order to build themselves up. Um, but then this is, it's not something that, that stops when the session is over. I don't think, you know, when people are ready to open up to this kind of energy and working with this kind of energy, it, it vibrates through their lives. It, it really is something that helps them to, take themselves to the next level to always know that even if they feel like they're alone, they have support and all they have to do is call on the angels to help them out. And so whether they need to talk to somebody like you or talk to somebody like me to just get that validation or that affirmation that yes, the angels are there and you know, you've seen the signs or, you know, just to have somebody who totally understands what they're talking about or who will make that space for them. Um, I think that's really important as well because that facilitates, like you said, you know, opening up, feeling comfortable and supported and feeling like they can make these positive changes in their lives. You know, we're all human and we're all going to slip from time to time, Mm -hmm. but there's going to be people and there's going to be energies around them that they can call on to, to actually help them move forward. 
Ah, beautiful. I have a client who I've been working with for a while who is, um, you know, I give her regular Reiki sessions, but I met her at, in, in Zurich when I was doing, and she's an angel worker and everything. She's a heart flow, uh, healer. Nice. But yeah, she, I'll give you her information too. But, um, you know, having that support and being there to, to help her bring that spirituality into a place where she feels comfortable with what she's doing and she feels comfortable with the rate that things are flowing. But she also has that strategy in mind. And it's a strategy that is dependent on her and her priorities in her life, but also on being a consistent um, what sort I'm looking for, like showing up consistently for her audience and, and really realizing that her work, the work that she does is important. Mm. So yeah, because if I don't want, I don't want to work with anybody. I don't want to work with a person who's, you know, selling pharmaceuticals. I, I mean, I would work with a person who's selling pharmaceuticals who had, um, you know, a spiritual side to them or who needed spiritual advice and guidance. But mm -hmm. as far as, you know, helping a person on the business level, I want to deal with spiritual people because I feel like we're at the cusp of something new and exciting happening. Yes. yes. And so the more that spiritual people are involved, the more, and we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but the more they accept the flow of material things into their life, such as money or, you know, power in a sense, I'm, I'm putting my fingers up there, but we have the opportunity to change things and having money and having a successful business and accepting exchange for our work is really a valuable thing to learn and not to shun it and not to, you know, set it aside as, you know, I'm 5D now, I don't need money because you're really 3D and you still need money. Good on you. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> well, good on you too. I mean, look at what you're doing. You're bringing more light and more, you know, it's just like, you know, if you think about lining prisms up and just spreading the light, like, woo, you know, right. It's, right. it's wonderful. And that's one of the things too. It's not a, it's not a feeling of competition. It's a feeling of collaboration. It's a feeling of let's work together to change and let's work together to create something better and special that's based on what we believe in. And mm. with, when you have the angels as part of the basics of what you believe in, like, you know, it says something positive. Yeah. Yeah. Sue, go ahead. What would you like to say? Oh, my gosh. So, you know, you aren't alone and you don't have to feel alone. Even when you're in the loneliest spot in your mind, the angels are there for you. And all you have to do is ask them to help you, ask them for guidance and support. And then what you have to do is be open to hearing what they have to say, because that's part of it too, is kind of setting your ego aside and setting what you want aside and really allowing yourself to flow and trust and be guided. Um, because like I was saying before, I call an Archangel Michael when I feel scared and worried 
I call on Archangel Gabriel when I want to communicate better. I call on Archangel Uriel when I feel like my self-confidence is lacking or Shamuel when I need to connect with um, unconditional love. There's an angel out there for everything that you need help with. And it's just about opening up. And it's kind of funny because once you do open up and you start seeing the signs like at first I thought I was a little cuckoo so I was just like oh that can't be a sign but then once you start seeing the repetitive numbers the the feathers falling out of the air which is really you know bizarre when it happens um coins or glistens of light that's one you know where you just look and you're just like wow there's a rainbow there and there shouldn't be a rainbow there Uh (laughs) so Uh um And it's just really opening up and, you know, softening yourself. Um, You know, some people are going to judge you for working with angels, and that's okay. Some people are going to say this, and some people are going to say that. But it doesn't really matter what they have to say, because when you start following a spiritual path, and when you start allowing, you know, this kinder, gentler side of you to lead, you will lose friends. Some people you'll want to kind of push out of your life because they don't just don't fit. It's not that they might not come back later on in a different form, um, in a different space in their own lives. Um, I also feel like there's a third wave coming up. And this is something that I'm going to be talking about a little bit more in the future where, you know, I feel like um, Wayne Dyer, Louise Hayes and, and, um, Doreen Virtue mm-hmm. were kind of like a bridge between like old school Christian traditional beliefs and this new phase that we're moving into because, mm-hmm. you know, there had to be a bridge built between, you know, kind of dogmatic religious yes. traditions. Yes. Um, moving us into this space where we're more open and we also need this, you know, the earth is it only has finite amount of resources. Yes. Um, you know, and we have the opportunity right now to make some changes to bring prosperity and peace and harmony into spaces where there was, you know, pillaging and, you know, just taking advantage of. And so we have to, like you said earlier, Sherry, we have to lead by example. This is our time now to take the way that we live our lives and what we think and how we feel and open that up to the world. Because Mm -hmm. like you were saying earlier too, what we say and how we share it, it's going to touch people out there. People who might be hiding a little bit, Mm -hmm. but who are open to it, or people who really need you know, to see that message of hope, um, to see that, you know, kind of open their Facebook and see something that's just this beautiful message that just pops up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I agree. I agree. People need to see that message of hope. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. And Sherry, people like you who are helping to spread it on a wider and bigger platform, you know, good on you. So thank you so very much for, you know, taking the time and being patient and bringing this project to fruition and believing in it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. If you liked this recording and benefited from it, please, for heaven's sake, share it with your friends. If you loved it and want to hear more, go to theglitchmovie.com forward slash how to connect with angels, where you can listen and subscribe. Thank you so much.